Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. We hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. Bible Revival During the COVID-19 Crisis by Paul Caminiti As was true after 9-11, the uncertainty of the COVID-19 pandemic has people turning back to the scriptures in droves. Bible sales are significantly up, as are the number of people downloading reading plans from YouVersion. The big question is, can we sustain this? After the trauma from 9-11 dissipated, Bible reading trends quickly returned to their steep downward trend. COVID-19 aside, we're way overdue for a paradigm shift in the way we engage Scripture. Perhaps COVID-19 will be a catalyst for that change. Changing the way we read the Bible. First, we must pivot from snacking to feasting. 500 years ago, when we chopped up the Scriptures into 30,000 versified units, readers started engaging the text as we formatted it, in fragments. According to author Philip Yancey, the modern church created an entire culture around Bible McNuggets. Reading big isn't as daunting as we might think. You can listen to the entire Bible in just 80 hours. Compare with binge-watching Friends, 87 hours, or The Office, 99 hours, or reading Harry Potter, 20% longer than the Bible. On a practical level, if we're inviting people to read big, it's critical that we elevate reading Bibles. Bibles free from artificial additives like chapter and verses, center column references, etc. Reference Bibles have their place, but they inherently interfere with reading the Bible's epic story. Second, we must pivot from isolated reading to communal reading. In the modern era, Bible reading morphed into a solo sport. We have our personal devotions and quiet times, a good place to begin, but the Bible was never intended to be a privatized affair. The scriptures are seeped through with community, written to communities of faith, to be engaged communally. New findings about first and second century synagogues reveal they were much more interactive than we previously imagined. After a decade of challenging people to read together, we've learned that a book club model mirrors the synagogue experience better than Bible studies, that open-ended questions like, what did you see for the first time? Break open conversations in ways that filling in the blanks never will. The Ezra Moment History provides an example of a leader who, in a time of pulverizing crisis, orchestrated a scripture engagement campaign that still reverberates in the world. The Bible is at the center of our liturgies today, precisely because of what Ezra enacted over 1,000 years ago. After 70 years of captivity in Babylon, Israel came limping home with no king, no army, and no treasury. They were in grave peril. In a stunning moment of national clarity, the people appealed to Ezra. Bring out the book of the Law of Moses. Savvy Ezra leveraged the crisis and engineered a game-changing initiative. First, he spearheaded an immersive scripture engagement strategy. After building a high wooden platform made for the occasion, Ezra called the people to a modern-day version of a Bible-reading marathon. He faced the square just inside the water gate from early morning until noon and read aloud to everyone who could understand. But it didn't end there. Nehemiah goes on to tell us, On October 9th, the family leaders of all the people together with the priests and Levites, met with Ezra the scribe to go over the law in greater detail. In the same month, 
during the festival of trumpets, Ezra read from the book of the law of God on each of the seven days of the festival. On October 31st, the people assembled again. They remained in place for three hours while the book of the law of the Lord was read to them. Conventional wisdom says, walk before you run. Ezra's approach was countercultural: Go big or go home. Many scholars believe they read all the way through their Hebrew scriptures. Second, Ezra created a full-blown communal experience. Ezra the priest brought the book of the law before the assembly, which included men, women, and all the children old enough to understand. Unlike our modern tendency to put the entire onus on the individual, Ezra leveraged the momentum of the crowd. Ezra's enterprise resulted in a full-blown scripture awakening. Synagogues, a new invention created expressly for the public reading and discussion of the scripture, started cropping up all over Israel. Song lyrics from poets like David, Moses, and Asaph were compiled into the Psalms. By the first century AD, young boys between the ages of 6 and 10 were memorizing the Torah. Let's make the Bible central again. The Ezra moment clearly signals that crisis can be fertile ground for Bible revolution. God grant us the courage to capture this moment and lead our congregations out of the rut of fragmented and isolated reading. People once satisfied with Bible memes are now ready for meals. And like all good meals, they are best eaten together. Paul Caminiti is co-founder of the Institute for Bible Reading, which in collaboration with Tyndale House Publishers, recently launched a free virtual Bible book club called Immerse from Home. He has been a cultural innovator for the Bible for over two decades. As the Bible publisher at Zondervan and vice president of Bible engagement at Biblica, he helped launch The Bible in 90 Days, The Story, and Community Bible Experience. His interviews have appeared in Newsweek, The New Yorker, USA Today, The New York Times, The Washington Post, and NBC News. Paul currently lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan. You can find a link to Immerse from Home Bible Book Clubs for COVID-19 on the internet at instituteforbiblereading.org slash corona. Thanks again for listening to the Pastor Resources Podcast. To read all of our articles, head over to pastorresources.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more articles and special interviews.